Uh, folks at home, folks at home, welcome back. This is Ike After Hours. Uh, thank you to everybody that tuned in to the first two segments. Not one, but two separate segments. Dude, we talked about everything on the show. Pete, what, what did we go from? Old school, old school. Joe Sancho, Mark Olberg in the house talking about old school. Yeah, drama, DQ, arrests. Arrests, DQs, fights. To the Lee brothers. The new age of bastards. Young guys. The young, the uh, young guns. Uh, just if you uh, you understood what he was saying, he was just basically like. <laughs> anyway, what we said was we had a very dynamic show today. It was fun. I tell you, you know, as sitting here being a participant in the show, you know, sometimes you're interactive. Sometimes you just sit back and listen. But I tell you, listen to those Lee brothers talk, man. They, that was uh, that was entertaining, man. They uh, awesome. They're they're going to go far in the sport. They're I think gonna, very promotable kids and doing extremely well in the sport. Looking for some big things. They're going to do good. They're going to do good. Whenever uh, you're ready, we've got the first caller. Okay. Hey, let me uh, remind everybody. They're jumping that, in the boat tonight. Okay. Ike After Hours is all about you guys. It's all about the viewers. It's all about the fans. Uh, we want to hear whatever you want to talk about. Whatever. If you want to chime in on Ish Monroe, Keith Pache. Uh, Chad Morgenthau, or anything you want to talk about, uh, even outside of fishing, right? Joe we'll Sancho. Talk about the, uh, Joe Sancho. You want to talk about the football deflating scandal? Ah. Uh, Tiger Wood with the tooth out. Um, <laughs> well, we might talk about the show for better later with that. Uh, anything you want to talk about, right down there, if you look, you're going to see a toll-free phone number. Give us a call. We want to hear from you. You could also IM us the question or hit us up on Twitter, Mike underscore Ike and Alley. Brian Carpenter, do we have caller number one? We do. Okay. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, hi, my name's uh, Jelson. I'm calling from Havertown, PA, near Philly. Havertown, right. how you doing tonight, Love man? I'm doing uh, pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, we're doing good. What's your question? Uh... I just want to see your guys' opinions on the upcoming event at the Flats. Ooh. Uh, that's a great question. Great question. Who wants to start? Joe, do you want to start with that one? Well, I want to start off with Justin. Do I know you? Did I speak to you once on the phone, maybe? You sound familiar. I guess not. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to it, man. I think it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be one of the few events this year. We're going to actually have an awesome frog bite, I, I believe. Could be. I think it could be a great frog bite, which is always exciting. Yeah. Um, the flats are going to show off, I think. I think the flats are going to show off. I think they will. Pete, I'd like to hear your comment on it because you spent well, a lot of time down there. I spent, I spent an abundant <laughs> of time. I've seen them on the water. <laughs> you see me on the water, you see that He's Bass the one University? following you. <laughs> I'm not following you. I'm not following you. <laughs> <laughs> you can just, just come on over and say hi anytime you All want. Right. But the... Uh, you know, I tell you, you know, right now, you know, the flats when you guys are going there in August, right? Yeah. Yep. And I gotta say, and I don't mean I don't want to put the poo-poo on it, but it starts getting tricky in August. Funky. Right? Funky. Oh yeah, it, definitely. It starts getting. I mean, funky. I have a shore house there, right on the water. I have like a private ramp there. We go out all the time. It's definitely going to be tough then. Yeah, it it, it really excels in like a lot of bodies of water do in the in the pre-spawn, spawn, and post-spawn. And then once you get into that heat of the summer, when that water temperature gets up, the the fresh water coming in from the Susquehanna is down. The saltwater infiltration comes up a lot into the bay, and uh, things get a little tricky out on the flats that time of year. But I agree with Joe that the guys that catch them 
are going to catch monster bags. You're going to see 20-pound bag, 20-pound bag, 20-pound bag. Big average-sized bass in that place. That's right. Three-pounders, average. Definitely. I I think you're going to see a spread. I think you're going to see an unusual spread uh, between the the haves and the have-nots in August is is what you're going to see. You're going to see a lot of big quality fish. Yeah. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a good event. Are you going to come out to that tournament? Yeah, definitely. I'll I'll be on the water. I'll see you guys. Cool. Awesome. Right awesome. Uh, Can't wait to and see then, you out there. Uh, Joe's going to be my neighbor down there, so I'll see him, too. I thought I, that's why I was trying to, in the beginning, I was trying to say, I'm staying. Uh, yeah, I can barely hear you. Sorry. Uh, okay. I, I, I rented a house right next to Justin. I meant to ask you about that. Is this that John Cruz said to remind you, are we all covered? Are we all? No. No. Uh-oh. No. John told me that you were coming down with your RV and wow. you off. Okay, but if I, you need to be covered, you need to tell me because I can still set that up for you guys. Okay, we'll talk about it after the show. Okay. okay, okay, good question, yeah. man. Thanks for the call tonight. All right, thanks, guys. Okay. Oh, also, how about that uh, missile jig that you got? Ooh. Do you think Which, that's going to be a factor? Uh, I I think that jig's going to be a factor in a lot of events next year. You know, I do too. It, I mean, it's a good little. It's a good Fish little compact there. jig for tidal mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. Pete, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good thing. I'm going to try to have to get it, my hands on If I can play. this house, it comes with a price tag. And then, uh, Some uh, jigs, I think, for, <laughs> I think that for all the kids that are trying to, like, look for some of the fish, I think that they should uh, definitely uh, try and get in the pers- uh, Brandywine Bassmasters uh, Club that there we have. Go. We started nice. juniors down there if they want in. Uh, there you go. They can always contact anyone at Precision Tackle, and then they'll contact me. Wow. That's amazing. That's That's amazing. Like I said, I had talked to Justin already on the phone one time. Yeah. Yeah. He knows about the flats. He's pretty pretty knowledgeable about the flats. How old is is Justin? How old are you, Justin? I'm 13 years old. Wow. You got your stuff together for being 13, man. Wise beyond his years. I love it. Yes. Wise beyond your years. Thanks, thanks, thanks for calling, man. Hey, shout out right there to, to Brandywine uh, Bassmasters. Bass 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 wow, yeah. Brandywine yeah. Belly Bassmasters. Definitely. Awesome. Thanks for the call, man. All right, uh, we got uh, some rapid fire IMs. All right, Dave. A- everyone, please feel free to join in. Okay, rapid fire IM. What do you got? First question. Yes. Do you guys believe Tommy Biffle wears those shorts under his winter bibs? Wow. The short shorts. I'm going to have to say yes. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> no. No. Okay. What else you got? Could Sweet Pete not find a tighter shirt? <laughs> wow, Pete, they're really racking on you, man. Was that really an IM? Hey, or just now, I think we got a that. question from Kevin. We got a statement from Kevin Van Can. <laughs> Kevin Van Can? He said, give me more of that Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Becky. That's funny. Don't, 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 don't. That's funny. What else you got? Mike, what? People want to know what what you're drinking right now. Oh, uh, uh, in the house tonight, uh, we have uh, just a very traditional (laughs) Sam Adams uh, on draft. Nice. And uh, I want to thank Joe Sancho for this concoction. And what is it called again? A Sweet Morgan. A Sweet Morgan. And we're going to go one part uh, Captain Morgan, one part SoCo, Summer Comfort, and one part Coca-Cola. Very good drink, man. Wow, it's very good. You like that? Smooth. Very good. It's very smooth. And we it's had a little smooth. apple pie. And a little apple pie. My, Mark brought some apple pie. Moon. What is that? Moonshine. Moonshine. Is it actual moonshine? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. That was good. It's not homemade, but it's it's close. It, that's dangerous. Yeah. That gets you in trouble. <laughs> Mike and Joe, any truth to the rumor for the Lake Ontario event? They're going to make you guys stay in the river? Uh, yes. Great question. Great question. Yes. And the question was, uh, will bass cut off the lake? For the Thousand Islands tournament, 
And the answer is yes. Why? Yes. They I have already. Hey, it's already been sent to us. They're basically drawing a line from the Cape Vincent Lighthouse straight across the freaking mouth of the river. Wow. No lake this year. And, and why? Uh, I don't know. But I could guess um, the, the community paying for the event mm-hmm. had something to do with it. Okay. Ogdensburg doesn't want those guys driving 30,000 miles mm-hmm. out to the lake. I bet you safety had maybe a little bit to do with it. They started thinking, hey, what could happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, the regatta, I think, is the same week or right around there again. The big uh, uh, cigarette boat regatta. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of factors could have went into that. Interesting. Well, they did it at the Delaware. They cut off the Chesapeake. They did. I, I, I'm actually, you know, it's not in their style to do it, but... Uh, I'm I'm a fan of that. You know, I I was talking with Joe Baylog about that. I'd like to see him limiting co- the waters. limit the waters. Put everybody on Lake St. Clair. Let them compete on Lake St. Clair. Agreed. Put people on Lake Erie. Let them compete on Lake Erie. You know, you yep. leave these you know two hour boat rides and mm. there's so many variables, and especially in an open. Yeah, well, in an open, I, I don't. You know, and Baylog talked about uh, the transportation <laughs> of fish. And the relocation of them and the impact that it has on a waterway. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm for putting the limits on the waterway. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. How about the Rayovac the same day as our elite on St. Clair and they're going out of Sandusky Bay? Now, that's big news right that's there. That's huge. That's big news. Where are you guys going out of? We're, we're going, going out, out of St. Clair. We're going out of St. Clair Shores. Up and north. Then, up north. And then the same exact days... They're going out of uh, Sandusky for a major FLW event. Well, that's not the first time that's happened. No, but 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 why not schedule? Why not why, why not, not work the schedules? I, yeah, yeah, well, it's dollars and cents, really, and scheduling and that sort of thing. They are 180 miles apart. Is it that far? It's it's got to be 70, 80, 20. It, it, it's they're not, 100. They're like um, 100. I don't know. I mean, you you know, a lot of guys are going to go to Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the interesting part. Yeah. The interesting part is the guys that go to Lake Erie. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Michigan and, and St. Clair ain't going to do a play. You know, not going to have play in it. But uh, the Lake Erie is going to be. What are you saying to me, Dave? Yeah. That's we, we got we got a lot of IM questions. We got to rapid fire some of these. Okay. Yeah, remember Keep brief. Going. Remember yeah. brief. Brief. No. So I am. Anyhow, what do you got? Fat Cat wants to know, guys. Steel cage match. Itch Ish and Keith. Who you got? Wow, Fat Cat Newton wants fat to know cat. this. Well, it could be a Fat Cat imposter. We don't Ooh, know. I don't know. I'm thinking Ish versus Keith in a, in a cage match. Uh, the fans win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll go with the fans. Charity wins. Charity wins. Yeah. I've got a caller on the line. We got a oh, we got we got a fan of yours. Pete wants to know what are you going to talk about at the Mass at the Massachusetts BU. Uh, what are you specifically going to talk about? I don't have my schedule in front of me, but I I can promise you that I'll be talking something about smallmouth. Up there, and, and smallmouth small bass, and 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 patterns that revolve around largemouth and smallmouth species when they're together. And Pete drop shot. I heard Pete loves <laughs> drop shot. Pete tight. Pete tight. Pete tight. I look forward. Shot. Look forward to seeing you up there in Massachusetts. It's going to be a great show. Uh, Brian, we got a caller. We do. Okay, caller. What's your name? Where are you call from? What's your question? I'm Morgan, and I'm calling from New York City. Morgan, nice. NYC. How you doing tonight? I'm good. How's the snow? Uh, well, they closed all the roads and no school, so I get to stay up and watch the show. All right. Nice. Good deal. Good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Strong call, Morgan. Good call. What's your question, man? Uh, for Joe. Yep. Um, growing up in New York City, well, I know you're from Brooklyn. I don't know if you grew up there, but uh, how'd you make it out of the big city and into the big leagues? 
I was born and raised until I guess I was like the fourth or fifth grade in Queens. Then I moved to upstate New York, and then I moved back to Brooklyn, and then back to upstate. So um, we moved out of, out of the city, but when I got to, uh, to upstate, I knew nothing about fishing. I just had the bug in me. There's no other way of explaining it to me. And, um, you know, when I, once I caught my first fish, I was hooked to life, man. I just like, you know, I come from a family, you know, I got a brother that was a professional tennis player. I don't know if you guys know that. Didn't know that. Yeah. So my, my brothers, I got four brothers, they were big into sports. And I was the complete opposite, man. I, I went fishing when they were playing sports. So yeah. it was pretty, you know, once you get the bug, you just find a way of doing it, you know. Yeah. And you in New York City, believe it or not, you got the Central Park Lake. You got the lake yeah. in um in I Queens. fish in Central Cas Park a lot. C Casino Park, I think it's called. Have you fished there? Where? Casino Park. Central Park? No, no, Casino Park. It's in Queens. Queens, yeah. Uh, it's off the Grand no, Central. I haven't. Right off the I Grand fish Central. mainly in Central Park. Yeah, that's another great lake. You have uh, some lakes out in Long Island. You have some lakes. There's, there's quite a bit of little lakes around the Queens area that you can... Um, that you can look up and it's actually pretty good fishing, which is not that far from you. But Central Park is a great fishery too. Really good. Yeah. Central Park's a good one. Mm. Yep. I, I caught like a six, seven pounder this summer. Really? Wow. Nice. Yeah. On what? Yeah, give us On a chatterbait. On a chatterbait. Oh, wow. Chatterbait. Wow. We have wow. a stick here. Yeah. <laughs> man. Nice job, man. So, you know, if it's your mm -hmm. passion, you'll find a way. I mean, you heard the the, the, the Lee brothers, you know, how college was very important and, and, and getting into a college program that that and around us I know I have a couple friends that, that went to Ramapo College that have a state team mm -hmm. um, and other teams I got a friend Frankie that fishes in Alabama but uh, there's a lot of colleges now that are popping up with uh, fishing teams you need just to take a look at that and uh, you know go from there yeah well I just joined a youth team out in New Jersey nice what's but, the name uh, of it what, what yeah, club first step What's the, what's first, the club name? first step. First step. No, that's not what it's called, but oh. it's the, it's the first step. Exactly. Uh, what, what's the name of the club? It's called uh, Next Generation. Oh Bass yeah, sure. Yeah. Junior yeah. Bassmaster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. And then uh, you big. know, I know I um, I marshaled or captain for a couple of those state those uh, those teams. And when I was with the federation, they uh, uh -huh. used to go out Lake Apacon. I captain for a couple of those guys. I remember doing that for a couple times. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a great opportunity joining a local bass club. I think you're definitely headed in the right direction. A absolutely. That's awesome. Uh -huh. Good luck, man. Good luck in your quest. Thank you. Thanks Appreciate a lot. the call. Thank you. Thank you. Man, that was, yep. uh, that was an awesome caller. I, yeah. love, I love these young guys. That's, yeah. that's this unbelievable. He actually, he actually called at the beginning of the show. And he stayed up. And I knew what his question was. I'm like, dude, that's a great question. Please hang in there. Yeah. Because, you know, we're in the middle of yeah, stuff. Right. I can't yeah. put them through. But, uh, yeah. Great question. That was awesome. Dave, what do we got? I am wise. We got, a, like, a million things coming yeah. through? Joe, we got a question for you. Uh, okay. They want to know if anyone from Hollywood and Central Casting has asked you to be Lou Albano in the next <laughs> rendition of No Holds Barred. No, but I Sydney did. Lauper. I did receive a phone call from some lady in in England, doing a reality show on comp competitive fishing around the world. Wow. 
they actually will have to talk about that because they wanted to talk to you about that. But um, I got big teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My well, teeth were big. Didn't didn't um, I remember at the first tournament of the year when you this you know last last year you were a freshman obviously, and um, Mercer said to you, "You look like Lou Albano." Yes. And what was your comment back to him? Well, which he didn't I, I, like. The Lou Albano thing, I, I I understand, but you know, um, I thought Mercer. So what I did, I told Mercer he looked like uh, King but, Kong Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know if he you didn't like noticed, that. but we did not get any more Captain <laughs> Lou Albano comments. Right, right. <laughs> Shut him down. I'll put him in his place. You give it, you got to take it. I'll put him in your place. Dave, don't say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's a great person. <laughs> what else we got, IM wise? I tell you something, I want to switch it up real quick. What do you got, Brian? Show me that. What do you got? Oh, we got another caller. Oh, okay. Let's take the caller. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Kevin from Philadelphia. Kevin, P Town, what's up? I'm from the Philadelphia Bass Busters, yes. and we, we we do a lot of Jersey fishing. And I wanted to know what your top links and what you prefer, and the lures that you use to catch the big bass. Ooh, nice, good question. Top Pete. lakes. That's what a good one for you. One top top lake lakes in New Jersey are right out of this studio window. <laughs> <laughs> lake Palatine, but of course you have to be on the Ike Live Show to be able to. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, no, I, I would. That's my favorite. I, I would honestly tell you here. Here's a quick rundown for me. Uh, would yeah. be uh, I, I would say uh, Cooper River is a sleeper. The non-title section of Cooper River is a sleeper. Uh, really good place, big vast place, a lot of different variations. Manasquan Reservoir. Manasquan. Manasquan Reservoir. I'm five minutes. Central from New Jersey, I'm an five amazing place. Yeah. Uh, a little bit further down south here in New Jersey, Alloway Lake. It's now open to the public. Sleeper, really amazing fishery. Alway Lake. Um, and I'm going to give you one more. I'll go a little bit further north and say um, Farrington Lake. Yes. Another big sleeper. Yes. If you can deal with the rowing, the dudes that row all the time, uh, Farrington's a good one. Give him a bait, though. He wanted a bait. Oh, a bait. I- I'm going to say a Senko. There you go. All the time. Can't beat that. Rigged a million ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Texas, weightless, wacky. It's hard to beat it. Go throw a Senko around. Yep. Senko will be the deal for yep. me, too. Good question, man. Thanks for the call tonight. Hey, All right, thanks. let's switch. Hey, to- what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that was his mom. Stop that. Uh, <laughs> I, I do want to switch topics. I know we're taking a lot of calls and they're still coming in and we have IMs, but I want to get back to the to the uh, incident with Ish Monroe, Keith Boucher. I want to keep getting back to this. I don't want to talk about that, but I do want you to talk more about your incident, Pete. I still have you here, so mm-hmm. I want you to bring it up, because I feel like what happened to you was a similar situation, worse on the part of the guy that rammed into you, and nothing happened. Especially yeah. the tournament, tournament department. The, the, the <laughs> no, they, they got involved. Okay, well, tell me what happened. They got involved. What, for, uh, was, there quick, any, go was there any damage? Pete, was there damage done? Yeah, there was $13,000 done. Damage to my boat. To your boat. That's an yeah. impact. That's a yeah. quite an impact. It was a massive impact. We hit going probably in the 50-mile-an-hour range. Wow. And um, we were both heading in generally the same direction, heading into the weigh-in on Lake Norman. Wind was choppy, so we weren't wide open. I was I was trimming down a little bit to clip the two-footers or whatever we were running through. Not real big water, but just a little bit snotty. And um, I, we had our hoods up. It was cold. I had my hood up. He had a helmet on. So I think we were peripherally, we were a little bit challenged. Limited, yeah. And uh, both of us. And uh, 
he was approaching me from the rear, going a little bit faster, I could only assume, and he was attempting to make a pass. And uh, his and the way he was passing me, we were on a collision course. I think what happened was he thought he had passed me. I'm just guessing. I don't really know what he thought, but I'm, I had to make that assumption because he was nowhere in front of me, and then all of a sudden he was on the side of me and coming there was no way to stop it. Right. What worst thing that happened was my partner, the co-angler, uh, put his hand out to brace the impact. And I'm so glad at that moment when he did that, the boats hit waves and his hand got out of the way somehow. Uh. And we slapped. Boom. It sent me 90 degrees at 50 miles an hour. I just went, boom, just took off to the side, skipping across the water. And, um... And then he he continued and he he must have deflected and he dropped down off a pad and um, what happened next was the first thing I did I thought my partner's arm was gone his yeah. hands were broken or I didn't know what happened so I, I checked with him and he was fine you know he we got thrown around the boat we got thrown into each other but you know we just got shook up it was no big deal it was more scary than anything. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if the boat was broken. I didn't know if it was taking on water. I didn't know if I could get on pad. I, I mean, we hit hard. Yeah. I mean, it was shocking. And um, I looked up, and I, I could see him off in the distance, maybe a quarter mile, and he was down off pad, I assume assessing his situation. And so once I got myself under control, I'm like, partner, let's see if we can get up on pad, and let's go see if they're all right. And um, as I took off toward them, they split. Hit and run. Hit and run. And they split, man. And, and, and he ran fast. Now, at the time, I had no idea who it was. Oh, yeah. really? Right? Because uh, we didn't have raps at the time. Right. It, was, right. it was like just a few years before raps. And um, so all I knew it was, it was, you know, what brand boat it was, what color it was. Guy was wearing a helmet. I knew the outboard. And that's all I knew. And, um, you know, so I, I ran in, and I ran in slow. Like I said, I didn't. I thought my boat might just fall apart on me. To laminate. Yeah. I didn't know what was going to happen. So I just took it easy in, and he took off. And, um, and I got to the weigh-in, and I'm, like, patrolling. I'm looking for him. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to find this boat. Yeah. I can't find him. Yeah. I can't find a boat anywhere. And, um... You know, I I beached the boat. I talk with my, you know, the people that I travel with, and I tell them what happened to me, and I got all this damage to the boat, and um, we're okay. I want to see if they're okay. I, I didn't know what to do, and I said, man, you you ought to report it to the tournament director. Let let them know you've been in an accident. Um, and that's what I did. I, I I took it to trip, and I told them just what I told you guys. I don't know who it was. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. And um, trip took the information, and uh, he for I think. He reported it to the authorities, or he asked me to. Um, but either way, I reported it to the authorities, and the um, the police uh, came to interview me, and they they gave me a detailed interview of exactly what took place. I showed them my GPS course. It was pretty awesome. You could see it right on my Garmin. I was straight as an arrow, and then the impact, boom, ninety degree turn. Wow! You could see the trail plot on there, and. Uh, so anyway, you know, they they asked me what took place. We we described it to them, and. And then Trip called me and let me know that it was it was Scott Rook that cra that you know was the. How other. did he find that out? Got, Trip found it out. I, I have no idea. He just must have called enough people, or you know, 
figured it out. I, you know, I don't know if he was trying to. I don't know if he was trying to do anything malicious or. I just. I didn't just didn't know who it was. I didn't even know where to start looking. Yeah. But somehow Trip figured out who it was, and then he got interviewed. And uh, what wound up happening, the the officer told me that he issued uh, Rook five citations. Um, wow. For. I don't know what they were, you know, yeah. but that's what he, that's what he told me. I don't know exactly what happened. And, um, and he was going to go to court. And from what I understand, he had to go down to North Carolina to with an attorney to fight the charges and stuff. And it all got dropped. All wow. of his citations, from what I understand, I don't have any knowledge. So of it all got dropped. It all got dropped. What happened from Bass? Was ba- he Bass disqualified for the no, day? No action. No action. Yeah. On the disqualification at that time. What um, day of the tournament was this? Day one, day two, day three. I can't recall. You can't recall. I can't recall. And did he ever come to you after that and say anything to you? No. I'm sorry or anything or. No, no. Me and Scott never really had any words. We we kind of it was handled a little bit through the media. We did a couple interviews with Bass Fan. They interviewed me, and they interviewed him. And and that's basically what I told Bass Fan. I just, you know, I didn't want to slash mud, you know. Uh, clear, as me sitting driving that boat, I'm like, he he smashed me. <laughs> I mean, I'm going down a straight line in the middle of the lake. I'm yeah. being passed, right. and I got slammed in the yeah. side, right? So from my perspective, you know, clearly, you know, I I was not at fault in that situation. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I guess what happened was they must have decided that. But anyway, we got interviewed by Bass Fan, and that's what I told. I just... Said exactly. I told him exactly what happened. Let people make up their own minds. Yeah. Who's right? Who's wrong? The authorities find him. They didn't find me. I didn't get any penalties at all, and uh, except for a thirteen thousand dollar bill. Right. Um, but um, you know that that was the incident. Now we never. Now I, I don't know what happened. I don't know why he took off. Like I don't know if he just was trying to get back to the weigh-in. I don't know if he was trying to avoid a confrontation, or uh, or what happened. Because but. Uh, like I wasn't mad, dude. I was scared to death. Yeah. I at the I I didn't get mad till later. Yeah. Right after your, my adrenaline got down and I started getting, you know, fired up. That you know, you know, son of, because now I, I got to take my boat back. You know, I can't use it for the next tournament. I got so much problems and all. You you just get mad. But at the time, I wasn't mad, man. I mean, that was an incident. That was a crash. I was just happy not to be hurt, and yeah. I just wanted to make sure that they weren't hurt, you know? Wow. It's an interesting story, because it Absolutely. does kind of relate to what happened, and yeah. but it, it was handled a totally different way. Totally different way. You know, the interesting thing was that there was no disqualification. Like, the authorities fined them. Yeah. But there was no DQ for him or me. I mean, I could have been hit for reckless driving, too. Right. From the tournament's perspective, yeah. you know? Yeah. Reckless boating or something. Yeah, you know? any kind of any kind of state game law or uh, boating law, you get a ticket, you get automatic disqualification. Right. I know in in the nation or federation, yeah. or whatever, that's the way it is. I, I think what happened was, you know, I think they must have made a decision at the time that it was like a bang bang, right? Equal fault. I, I, I guess, you know. It's questionable. Uh-huh. Uh, great story, though. Let, <laughs> let's move on. Brian, what do you got there? Oh, we got a little music playing. Wow, you're playing actually playing music during the show? I've been asking for this for like 14 shows. <laughs> Finally doing it. This have, oh, this has to do with the incident. Okay. Hey, let me remind you, uh, we want to hear from you. If you had an accident or an incident on the water, let us know. Give us a call. Uh, 855- Four nine eight zero six nine one. We want to hear from you, Brian. What are you doing? 
We just <laughs> lost everything. What do you mean? I hear you, Brian. We lost sound? How do you know we lost sound? I can hear you. But I am going to take this opportunity to start making my way up north. That'll be a good time. It's a yeah. good segue. We're going to get, we, we're closed down yeah. on the highway, so I'm going to hit the road. Thank well, you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for, for coming out today. Show. I don't know if anybody can hear us, but I'm thank you. I'm thanking you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys. I love you. Thank Ryan you too, played man. the Deftones and messed the whole thing up. <laughs> I got to make that long drive home. What do we got, Brian? Long drive. Pete, see you, man. Be good, man. See you, man. You too. Good luck this year if I don't talk to you. Thank you, man. I'll, I'll talk to you. For you. I'll talk to you. I'll call you this week. Right, Catch you back up. Thanks a lot, Pete. Uh, folks at home, folks at home, if you're uh, if you're listening and you could actually hear what I'm saying, call us and let us know because we're clueless here. <laughs> I think the weather. I think we're we're under the weather. Uh, yeah, under the weather. Uh, in other news, <laughs> what do you got, Brian? Not just talking about my belly. <laughs> no. Nah. A lot of questions. Most, a lot of people want to hear you talk about past you. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I should oh, be yeah. more prepared. You should have... You should be Talk. Talk. Oh, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. I see the levels. Yeah, the levels are working. Yeah. I've all sitting in the headphones. So did I. I can't hear it. Can they hear us on IA? All right, guys. We're doing a show here. I'll see <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just keep taking callers. See you, guys. Caller? We got a caller. Bye, Pete. Yeah. We'll see you. Dave, we have any IM? Anything going on? No? Oh, Mike, we... uh. God damn, that's loud in my ear. We uh, have a caller on the phone. Oh, okay, cool. Let's Go ahead, him. take it. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm Teddy. I'm calling from Massachusetts. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Teddy. I'm calling from Massachusetts. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? <laughs> Spock, Teddy. press line one. <laughs> line one, Teddy? Spock. All right, we have an audio issue. We're going to check out of this. Spock, okay. Uh, you sure you want to do Show's that? over. Show's over. Good night, everybody! <laughs> Good night! <laughs> Yeah. What happened right there? Hello? Yeah. I don't know. Something happened. As soon as you played the Deftones, it was like a giant jinx. Right, Not a question of enough, pal. It's a zero-sum game.